I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, I'm chatting about five things you can do to help increase your confidence as a creator. When I look back at my content creation journey, I had no idea what I was doing during my senior year of college when I started my blog, Emma's Edition. I didn't know how to pose, how to necessarily write a blog post, how to stand out, and how to start incorporating my Emma's Edition content with my personal Instagram. I look back now and I realize it took me years to build my confidence as a creator. And so I thought it would be helpful to talk about the five things you can do to help you increase your confidence as a creator. All right, friends, so we're just gonna jump right into it. And the first one's probably gonna seem a little bit obvious, but the first thing you can do to help increase your confidence is to practice. So depending on what your preferred platform is, I recommend practicing, you know, how to pose in front of the camera. Um, If you are focused on growing your Instagram for the first time, I recommend practicing talking in front of a camera, whether that's in your phone or with a DSLR, if you are looking at creating long form video content on YouTube or creating short form video content on TikTok or on YouTube shorts, maybe you're just using your phone. The more you practice, the more you're going to feel confident in your skills as a creator. So again, this is just going to depend if you are a first time podcaster, the chances are you're not going to feel super confident speaking in front of a mic for the first time, especially if you're like a solo one, you know, like maybe you're like me where you plug in your mic and you have a podcast outline and just start talking. Um, You might feel insecure about how your voice feels. You are probably a little bit, you know, hyper aware of how many times you say the word like or how many times you say the word um right it doesn't matter like what platform you start with just know that the more you practice you know speaking into a mic speaking in front of a camera filming and editing videos taking photos the more you practice the more confidence you are going to feel so i will say when i started with my tiktok which is not even like a primary platform for me i mean i would like it to be um you know a more consistent platform for me especially now that i feel a lot more comfortable filming and editing short form videos. I was so intimidated with TikTok when I started, Um, especially when I got more into it during the pandemic. I was like, my gosh, like, I don't know how to dance like this. Like, I don't know how people do these transitions. I don't know how people are editing like this, right? I was very intimidated when I started with TikTok um, back in 2019, 2020. Um, But over the last few years, I've learned, oh, okay, this is how you edit short form video content. Here are key ways to like drive up, you know, people paying attention to your TikTok, understanding that like a hook is so important at the very beginning. And then also understanding that like it's an interest-based platform, right? And so the algorithm is always going to feed you more of what you're interested in. And so once you figure out that like the TikTok algorithm really likes your travel content, right? Like doubling down on that can be very helpful on the app, but that just takes practice, right? That's just taking me showing up on TikTok a few times a week the last 
three years at this point, right, to know what I'm doing on it. And even then, I feel like I could still learn, right, how to better utilize the platform. Um, But I feel so much better about TikTok today than I did when I got started in 2019, 2020. So tip number two, friends, if you want to increase your confidence as a creator and influencer, my tip is to develop your network. Making other influencer and content creator friends can help you learn more about navigating the influencer industry, as well as like learning how to hone your craft as a creator. So personally, for me, um, I found that networking with content creator and influencer friends has helped me set better rates and learn how to better work with brands as well as just like expand, you know, my knowledge as a creator. And so for me, like if you are within the content creator space and you're interested in like talking about content creation more, you're interested about, you know, how to make money as a creator, I like really recommend going to previous podcast episodes when we feature um, Kristen. um, She actually talks about exploring passive income streams. Um, We also had Lizette, the founder of Influence with Impact on the podcast this past spring. Um, It's so helpful to just like hear their insight um, for creators and influencers. And they have been like two of my content creator friends, by the way, who I've never met in person, like literally have never met them face to face. I've only connected with them you know, via podcasts, via Instagram and TikTok online. And we have not actually like met face to face, but I consider them a part of my network. So if you are looking to expand and develop your network for the first time, um, one of the things you could do is to connect with other creators within your city, even if they're not in the same niche as you. I think it's like helpful to like get that practice, um, learn how to like, you know, build authentic relationships. And then also like, if you're able to like meet with someone like once a month, like I feel like that's like really helpful, even if it's just for coffee and you guys can talk about TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, whatever your, you know, desired platform is, or you guys can bond about, you know, what content pillar you both share. Secondly, um, if you want to start connecting with other creators, um, you also could just do that virtually, right? I mean, we're all, all we're, we are all on social media to be social. And so like, don't be afraid to like, just like start connecting with other creators within your niche, you know, starting to like comment on their posts or comment on their videos um, and then starting to like build a relationship in that way. And so um, I think for me, I think one of the ways I've been able to like develop my network is one with the podcast. When I invite other creators on to like share their story, um, when I invite, you know, other authors and other just interior designers and stuff like onto the podcast, it like gives me the opportunity to like learn more about them, what they do, you know, if they've always seen themselves as a creative. And then from there, I feel like it's such a great starting point for a relationship. Um, So that's been like very, very helpful to me, but I have also like done the meet in person, you know, meet with other creators in Seattle route. Um, I feel like because I'm a little bit further in my content creator I guess, like journey. I'm not like looking for, you know, just to like meet new relationships like um, within the city, just because like I have established creator friends, you know, from Seattle um, who have since like moved, you know, to back to San Diego or moved to New York. Right. So I like, I still have my creator like friend group, um, but I feel like I did that like earlier on my, you know, 
kind of my creative journey. Um, but both are great. Highly recommend again, connecting with your creator friends, both in person and also virtually if you, if you can. So another thing to help increase your confidence as a creator is to expand your knowledge. There's lots of ways to do this. So I think for me personally, um, when I started my blog and Instagram side hustle, I again, didn't know what I was doing senior year of college. And it like took me a few years to realize that like, I could do more with my blog. Like I literally like had to graduate work two years in corporate America and like realized that I like really wanted to like start taking my blog and Instagram more seriously. And I look back at that time, like my, you know, when I started my blog first two years out of college, I didn't know how to like write compelling headlines. I didn't know the basics of SEO. And so for me, like what actually helped me start expanding my knowledge was one, I started attending more local events and I started networking with local bloggers in the area. So for you, depending where you're at, like you can see if there's like local meetup groups, you know, for social media content creators and influencers. Um, If there's not, there are other ways you can expand your knowledge as a creator. Um, So one thing that also helped me was listening to podcast shows back in 2016, 17, 18. There was just like less podcasts out there about like how to be a creator. Now I will say there's probably like a dozen to 20, if not more, um, other episodes out there of creators talking about the creator industry. And so highly recommend like hopping on Spotify, hopping on like Apple podcasts and like seeing what other, um, you know, creators are creating content for influencers out there. It's like really helpful to hear and learn from them. Another way you can expand your knowledge as a creator is you can take online courses. You do not like need to spend, you know, thousands of dollars to like learn, you know, get a good course. I do think it takes some practice, like trying to figure out like which course is going to pay off for you. And so if you are looking into courses, like you can reach out to the person who designed the course directly, or you can reach out to friends and see if they've taken other courses online that has helped them, you know, become better writers or become better at social media or understand like, you know, how to create better reels and better TikTok videos, right? There's like, I I swear there's like a course out there for everyone. So for me, I feel like I kind of took more of a traditional route because I don't know, I like school. And also I think at the time, like back in 2017, 18 and 19, I was still working a corporate job and I was still like, at the time when I started my master's program, my goal was to like climb the corporate ladder. And so I ended up getting my master's of digital media and communication at the University of Washington. And my degree like pretty much set me up to be like a professional content creator, which is like so funny. So I like took UX courses, took copywriting courses, video editing. They even had like a podcasting course. I literally loved my program. I absolutely loved it. But that being said, you do not need to go and get like a master's in digital media to like expand your knowledge as a creator because there's plenty of free resources out there, but it is just like time intensive to like sift through to see like what online courses you can take and also like what podcasts are like worth listening to. But if it's something you're passionate about, right, it does take some time and effort to like sift through those programs, um, sift through the different like podcast shows um, and see like which ones you can learn from. Okay, friends, so a fourth thing you can do to increase your confidence as a creator is to take the time to understand what creative life stage you are on. 
I realize now that I have not talked about talked about creator life stages at all this year. And so if you are curious about this, I recommend going back, finding this podcast episode about which creator life stage you're on. Um, but to just break it down, I basically like talked to created this creator life stage thing for my courses initially. And then I also wanted to like create it for other creators and influencers because it's really important to like understand that not every creator is on the same step of their journey. So I broke down creator life stages in four different stages. The seed stage, which means you're a brand new creator. You're just starting to think about like starting an Instagram, starting a TikTok, starting a YouTube channel. Um, you're interested in content creation. You're kind of in that experimentation phase, but you, you know, don't know like what you would create content about. You are maybe like uncomfortable, like, you know, showing up online. You're just like a brand new creator. You're in the seed stage, or maybe you're in the next stage. You're on the sprout stage where you've actually started creating content online. You've decided that content creation um, is for you and you want to try to be an influencer online. You want to try to create, you know, an online community. Um, You've started experimenting with posting one to two, three times a week. You are like actually taking photos and videos and you're starting to like really sprout, right? Like you've planted your seed and now you're like sprouting as a creator. And then the next stage is the daisy stage where you are growing as a creator and you've recognized that like, okay, I am in this now, maybe I am, you know, six months to a year, maybe two years in. I have an established mission statement. I know exactly like what type of content I'm creating. I know my audience, like this is my target audience that I'm trying to reach. I have a consistent like posting schedule. I feel good about this. And I'm learning like, like I'm realizing that like, I want to start to like make money as a creator. I want to know like what income streams are, are out there. You're asking like different questions. And then the mature influencer stage, I I call it the sunflower creator life stage. And that's where like, you're not asking about like, how do I create a consistent posting schedule, right? Like now at this point as a sunflower, like, you know how many times a week you need to post, you know your posting schedule, you know how much content you need to create, you have a workflow established, maybe you're starting to like outsource specific tasks, maybe you have a virtual assistant to like help you with your email newsletter, Um, you know how to make money as a creator, you know that like affiliate, you know, income is the way to go, you know, your Amazon storefronts, the way to go, or you know that like working with brands is like the main main way that you want to make money or creating courses, right? As a sunflower stage, you're just like asking a different set of questions than the seed stage. And I realize with creators who feel confident and where they're at is they recognize what stage they're on. So sometimes I think like a lot of the insecurity just just comes at those beginning stages of being an influencer and content creator because you just don't know, right? You don't know what questions to ask. You don't know what resources to turn to. You haven't created a network or community yet. So as a seed or sprout, there's like all these questions you're asking, you're like trying to figure out the platform, you're trying to figure out a posting schedule. You are trying to figure out like how to actually be a creator. And then at a later life stage, right, you will have other questions and where, where maybe like your confidence and your, I guess like security and your identity as a creator is a little bit more challenged because maybe you're thinking about other ways. So I will say as a creator, personally, I would, I'm on the sunflower stage, right? Where 
I have my established platforms. I know how to create content online. I know how to produce podcast episodes. I know how to speak into a mic. I know how to edit TikTok videos. Like I feel like I know how to be a content creator and influencer. And so where my confidence gets kind of questioned is I'm looking for like the next step, right? Like I've talked about this in the podcast before, like I want to have a TV show someday. And so that poses a different set of questions that, you know, challenges my confidence in a different set of ways, right? Where it's like, okay, you know, I've never done like a long form type of content or produce a TV show that's 25 minutes or 30 minutes. I've never pitched a TV show to a network, right? Like that's so different than pitching a brand for the first time or just like, I don't even know how to get in front of people yet, yet, right? Is the keyword. But at the same time, right? Like increasing my confidence, it's like, okay, I know that I can do this because I've been able to do it with social media. I've gone through the seeds, sprout and daisy phase. And so now as a sunflower, like I may be looking at other media opportunities, other media channels, but I know that like I can expand my knowledge. I can expand my network. I can practice, you know, pitching to networks, like whatever that may look like. I may not have the questions I need to know. I I need that I want to ask yet, but I know that these questions will come up as I go through that, which kind of leads my to my next thing, which can help increase your confidence as a creator, right? So now it's not just understanding like what creative life stage you're on um, and like understanding that you get to ask different questions on those different life stages. Um, but like with that is like believing in yourself. And I know that sounds so cliche. You're probably like, come on, Emma, like believe in myself. Like, okay, that's going to help me increase my confidence. But I but I do think like when you take the time to like reflect as a creator, when you recognize like what what creator creator life stage you're on, right? You like get to recognize what you are capable of. And so one thing I always tell myself is that I have the creative talent and the business acumen to do whatever I want to do. If I want to write a book, I can write a book. If I want to host a TV show, I can host a TV show. If I want to host a podcast, I can host a podcast, right? There's still lots of things I would like to, I need to figure out and I want to figure out that I have not yet done, but I know I have the creative talent and business acumen to do that thing. And so being able to like take a step back and like recognize what you've previously done in life can help you recognize your capabilities because chances are there have been times when you've tried something, you mastered a new skill and like become an expert in it when you like weren't even recognized again. So I think I've talked about this before, right? But when you are learning a sport for the first time, so in, I'm trying to think in sixth grade, I tried gymnastics for the first time. So it was like, I knew how to do a cartwheel. I knew how to do a round off. And then in our PE unit in sixth grade, we had like a gymnastics rotation And I like got to play on the gymnastics equipment for the first time. And I like realized I was like, wow, this is like really fun. This is something I want to try to do. Tried out for my middle school gymnastics team. Did not make varsity, but I ended up making swing team, which meant that I practiced um, with varsity, but I competed in the JV meets. And so had never done that sport before in my life. Um, That opportunity comes up and I realized I was like, oh, I'm kind of, kind of good at this. And then I realized again, in sixth grade, how old was I? Maybe like 12. I have no idea. 11, 12. Um, I realized I was like, oh, wow. Like I'm pretty 
good at this. Like, am I athletic? And then convinced my parents to like, let me take recreational gymnastics, like hone my skills in, um, in middle school. Like I learned how to do back handsprings, um, learned just kind of the basics of gymnastics. Like I never learned how to twist on the floor. Um, Actually, I learned tucks, layouts, um, and tumbling passes and things like that. But I, again, yeah, I never learned how to twist because I was just a recreational gymnast. Um, I went maybe once a week for lessons, maybe twice a week, sometimes. But for all my middle school years, I just went once once a week and I went to gymnastics to like learn different skills. And I was like, oh my gosh, like if like 12 year old me could like pick up a sport, you know, spend a few years doing something once a week, learning other skills, you know physically putting my, you know, trying different things, then I know I could learn other sports, right? And then slowly and surely I started to like introduce and like learn other sports. And so in college, right? Like I always wanted to take a ballet class. I did, I'm not a ballerina. (laughs) Um, I was a, I I was a gymnast growing, growing up. Right. And so I took ballet for a quarter. Um, It was like one of the hardest like workout situations I've ever done in my life. It is such a good workout for all, for anyone out there who's interested in like trying adult ballet, highly recommend it. I probably will try it again sometime in the future, but in college I took it as a 10 week or 12 weeks. How much is a quarter? 10 or 12 week course, put myself out there, got through the class. It was very, very challenging learning how to jump to do the waltzing across the floor. Like our warmups were like an hour long. I was like, oh my gosh, like I thought I was in shape. This was, ballet was like a different way to like challenge my body. But again, like I knew physically, I was like, okay, I've been able to like learn other sports. I can get through this in a quarter. This is really hard, but this is something I can do. So I know that's like not related directly to content creation, but I give that example because chances are there's something in life where you started out, you were not good at it, but you were interested in it and you wanted to try it and you wanted to like build your skills and you were able to do that. And so I'm here to tell you that with content creation, right, especially if you're like in the sprout stage and you have figured out your mission statement, you figured out your target audience, and now you're like, okay, I want to like grow to the daisy stage. I want to introduce a new platform for me. I have been able to learn a previous platform like TikTok. I know how to do this. So I know I'll be able to learn a new platform like YouTube and I'll be able to produce long form video content. And so just like recognizing and knowing that you are capable of more and that you've already like learned new skills in the past so you can learn new skills in the future, I think is really critical for increasing your knowledge as a content creator and influencer. All right, friends. So I hope some of these tips about increasing your confidence as a creator and influencer has helped you today. Maybe you need more practice. Maybe you're a brand new creator and just need more practice creating content. Maybe you are on the sprout stage and you just want to develop your network so you can learn from other creators and you can see, you know, how they're prioritizing their time, how they're creating consistent posting schedules and content calendars. Um, Or maybe you're like in the sunflower stage and you're like, I need to develop my network because I'm ready to like, you know, write my book. I'm ready to pitch my TV show. And right now in my network, I don't have many people in the publishing industry or within the television industry. So who do I need to talk to? Who do I need to meet with to like start learning more about this like next step, this next stage of my life? Um, Or maybe you're a creator and you're like, I've 
just want to expand my knowledge because I'm brand new at this and I want to learn how to make money. I want to learn the basics of SEO. I want to learn how to write like better captions, right? Like I want to like literally like hone my um, digital media skills and I'm like ready to do that. Or maybe you need to believe in yourself as a creator. Maybe you need to like take a step back and like think about all the different ways that you've grown, you know, in the last three to six months, nine months, maybe even a year. I think it's really important to like take that reflection period and know again that you have the creative talent and the business acumen to do whatever you need to do. All right, friends. So I hope this episode helped you in some way, shape or form. Um, If you are feeling more confident as a creator after listening to this, let me know on Instagram stories. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at MS Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time.